Hi, this is Jim. And this is Bax. Check out our podcast, The Step Over, Liberty Ballers Podcast Network, for all of your Sixers' needs. Player analysis, game breakdowns, who would look coolest in a headband, and more. Subscribe to Liberty Ballers Podcast feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, and check out The Step Over, a podcast about Sixers basketball. Mostly. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Facebook Live. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the afternoon, I guess. Um, breaking news, Ron Hextall's gone. If you haven't heard, uh, this statement, I think, really says a lot. If you really look at the statement, um, the Flyers organization has decided to relieve Ron Hextall of his duties as executive vice president and general manager. We thank Ron for his many significant contributions, but is but it has become clear that we no longer share the same philosophical approach concerning the direction of the team. In light of these differences, we feel it's in the organization's best interests to make a change effective immediately. I have already begun a process to identify and select our next general manager, which we hope to complete as soon as possible. Uh, Holmgren and Comcast Spectacore Chairman CEO Dave Scott will be available to the media at 11 a.m. on Tuesday, November 27th. There will be no further comment on this matter until that time. So, <clears throat> if we're just going to connect some dots and listen to what that statement said, um, it seems as if Ron Hextall was asked, you know, to move things along, whether that be a coaching change, whether that be a big trade, whatever it is, um, it seems as if Hextall said, no, I'm not going to fire Dave Hextall, or no, I'm not going to make a bunch of, uh, make a bunch of trades for the sake of moving trade, making trades. Um, whatever those philosophical differences, the, uh, the, the higher-ups appeared ready to move on with this process, and Ron was not. So here we are, and before we get into what it means and all, I just wanted to uh, i wanted to say thank you to Ron Hextall. Um, this didn't end the way I wanted it to. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling like a, a, this is narcissistic because, you know, I, I host a podcast, but I'm feeling like a tremendous amount of guilt right now. Um, I I never wanted it to go down this way. You know, I wanted Ron Hextall to be the guy. I, I really did. Um, was so excited when he came over from L.A., was was elated when uh, when he replaced Holmgren as the GM. Uh, I really, really, really hope history looks back on Ron Hextall as our Ed Wade. Um, yeah, you know, Ed Wade didn't win the World Series here, but uh, – it wouldn't have been possible to do without his and, and Mike Arbuckle's work building the Phillies farm system, you know, not making moves like trading Ryan Howard, trading Chase Utley, chasing Ryan, uh, trading Ryan Madsen, guys who were deemed untouchable in the organization. Um, I really hope the next guy is the guy who takes the next step, whoever, whoever it may be. Um, and I hope this is full set. This is full change. I hope this isn't just Ron took the bullet so that Dave could live. I, I hope this means full change for everybody. But I do wanna I do wanna thank Ron for for moving Giroud to wing as it came out recently. It was you know something we've been crediting something we've been crediting Dave Haxtall for. And 
maybe it was just Ron Hextall. I, I, I kind of believe it was probably an organizational thing. And the guy running the ship, you know, came to Giroux, a guy with more of a relationship with him, maybe you known him longer, whatever. Um, thanks for G at wing. Thanks for ghost and Couturier's contract extensions. Those things look real good. Uh, when you make some comparisons around the league, um, Thank you for writing a wrong and bringing JVR back. It hasn't paid off to its full extent yet, but I'm enjoying watching the guy play. Um, he should have never been traded. He really should have never been traded for Luke Shen. So I, I think it's going to be a move, especially more down the line, like next year, say. It's going to be a big deal uh, when Wayne Simmons is assumed, uh, you know, probably gone and things of uh, the team takes more of a shape of whoever the next general manager is. Um, thank you for this incredible amount of cap space uh, right now, because it, it, they have like, you know, s- over 6 million uh, in cap space, like just flat number, but it accrues daily. You, you bank cap space every day you're under the cap. They have like 9 million under the cap right now. If they were to make a trade for somebody, they could add somebody who makes 9 million bucks. Uh, at the deadline, according to Cap Friendly, they're going to have like 30-some million. Uh, and then that number, uh, obviously, you know, they're not going to have 30 million in Cap. Just that's how much they can add at the deadline. Um, you know, in the offseason, they're going to have a huge number. There's going to be some guys they can target to try to improve the team uh, if they want to uh, that way. Because, you know, clearly, um, whoever takes over is going to have uh, – there's going to be an emphasis on winning and winning now. Uh, so, uh, do I love that? No, but thank you for enabling it to be doable. You know, we're not trying to win with 1.5 million cap space. Oh yeah, let's go get somebody. Well, you know, so thanks for that. Uh, thank you for Sanheim and Albay Q Bell and Mark Friedman and Oscar Limblom. Thank you for Provorov and Konechny. Thank you for Sandstrom and Vorobiev. Thank you for Carter Hart and the Germ and Terensky and Bunneman. Uh, thanks for Nolan Patrick. It was mostly luck, but you had to make the pick anyway. But thanks for Morgan Frost and Isaac Ratcliffe and Kirill Ustamenko. I got a good feeling about him. Uh, and our fully stocked cupboard of prospects. You were brought in to do, if nothing else, the job you did. Um, I said, I don't know if Ron Hextall is the general manager to uh, take us to the next level. But he was brought in here to fix a sinking ship. Um, there was no cap space. There were no assets. There are no prospects. We all know what he did, uh, in terms of that. And he did a, a pretty damn good job, I believe. So thank you for that. You know, thank you for a third round pick for <laughs> Zach Ronaldo. Thank you. That'll always be funny. Um, yeah, just thank you for the job you did, even if it wasn't the job we wanted you to do, uh, in the long run. Let's just get to some of your stuff, I guess, now. Uh, I, that, that's <laughs> Holmgren listens to you. It's your fault. I, you know, maybe. Uh, just, Paul, if you're listening to this, man, I was cool with just the coach, but this is quite a day, huh? Bring on Sherman and Quentin. Bring on somebody. Huh? You did say fire Hextall, not fire. I, yeah, well. I just heard Dave Hackstall is not on the ice at practice. Yeah, I don't mean – I mean, if – yeah, if they don't fire Hackstall, next this move is meaningless. And I 
if I'm going to connect the dots here, guys, it's it's this. It's Ron Hextall wasn't going to fire Dave Hextall. Um, because you know what? I While I think that's kind of stupid because coaches get fired, even good coaches get fired. Freaking Coach Q got fired, you know? Like, come on. Um, I do find it I, 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 honorable, but if Hextall recognized that, as some of us have, as many problems as this team has, uh, when it gets decent goaltending, when the goalie just plays above himself or, you know, or Brian Elliott plays to his full potential, which isn't all the time, but it's like 50% of the time, uh, when this team gets good goaltending, generally they win. Um, and Ron really didn't provide Hackstall with that tool, you know? Uh, when they get the good goaltending, they win. It's just kind of surprising when they get it because it means Brian Elliott played his A game or a backup overperforms. Um, you know, the goalie situation is what it is, and it's probably the number one thing. It's probably the number one thing Ron has failed to address repeatedly. Because, uh, like, a penalty kill – the penalty kill's bad, but if you're good at five-on-five, five, you can only dress so many guys, you know, and it's the coach – I, you know, you always want to blame the coach because you like the players. So it's, uh, yeah, they could have, the coach obviously needed to be better, uh, you know, just visually, as Ron would say, you can't sit back and let the other team fire away on you when you're on the power play. Just challenge somebody. Even if if you get beat, what's the difference, you know? Um, but, man, I'm just feeling weird right now, gang. Hopefully next GM hires Quenville. I wonder. I wonder what the next moves are. You know, there's obviously interest around the league from Q for Q. Uh, I wonder if he's on their radar. What it is, Nylander? Um, hey, who knows? Uh, there's gonna something's gonna happen. That's the thing. You you just gotta figure if this it, like that statement was poignant you know it's usually oh yeah we uh you know, parted ways wish him wish him the best future endeavors this was there are physical phy- physiological <laughs> philosophical differences in the direction of the organization so the you know dave scott and paul holmgren whoever's running the goddamn you know organization wanted ron to do something and ron was like nah so that's that's all we have right now um he did a great job getting the cap where it is. He did a good job drafting. He did too good of a job at being patient. He had one card to play, the Fire Hackstall card. He refused to play it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that seems as if what it is. We're going to see in the coming days if Hack is gone, we're going to see. I'm just waiting for further updates here. Um, you know, but uh, we're going to see in the coming days if trades are made, different lineup. You know, shakeups, call-ups, whatever uh, happen. Real interested to see what happens at the game on Tuesday. Uh, real interested to see what goes on down at the Wells Fargo Center on Tuesday night. Uh, by God, Dean Lombardi is cashing in his GM in the bank briefcase. <laughs> Do you think it's Dean? I would be really surprised if it was Dean. Uh, when does Holmgren get fired? He's like a real-life version of 
of the fatigue wearing mail. <laughs> yeah. Um, the mailroom guy in, in sign. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much say Holmgren has. Um, he's part of that line of secession, but I, I, I thought, you know, I, I, I thought Ron was part of that line too. So who knows, Ryan, Ron didn't get fired up. You know, he didn't, He's not taking on Holmgren's role, and Holmgren isn't, you know, king of the alumni or whatever. I, you know, I don't know. whatever the Flyers do, he's uh, he's still in his spot. So I don't know about Holmgren getting fired. Wouldn't be shocked if Flyers hired another former player. Well, I kind of would. Anyone not giving Hextall at least some credit must not have been paying attention to the Flyers' situation when he took over. Being stubborn about Haxtell and Lappy and not doing a better job with goalies doesn't negate the cat messy fix, the lack of talent in the pipeline, and clearing out crappy players slash contracts. No, it's listen, I really hope that history looks back on Ron, Ron Hextall as the guy who, you know, made the uh, who built the foundation for what becomes a championship contending and hopefully championship winning organization. I, I made the comparison to Ed Wade and Mike Arbuckle. I hope that, uh, you know, history looks back on Hextall's tenure as, yeah, man, we couldn't have done it without his draft picks. We couldn't have done it without his cap space. We couldn't have done it without the assets he collected for us so that we could take the next step. I wish it had been Ron Hextall who was here to uh, to take the next step with this organization. Um not the case. You know, this is sports. It's the business of sports. Guys get fired. I, you know, again, I feel some responsibility, which is narcissistic and, um, I shouldn't, you know, it's, (laughs) it's just the business. People get fired all the time, but when I'm coming on here yelling, do something, do anything, show us that you, the fan, you know, show us you appreciate the fans. Um, who pay money to get in there, who take their time and really care about this team, who buy T-shirts and hats, have freaking bobbleheads and jerseys and whatever, you know, freaking book, magazines. Uh, You know, uh, when I'm on here yelling about that and then a couple of days later they fire the general manager, I take 2% responsibility here. Uh, kind of ironic that our goalie GM is essentially being fired for having no goalie. With league average goaltending, this team is near top of division. No, that's that may be what it all comes down to. They're, maybe they were saying go trade for a goal. I don't know. I don't know what the philosophical difference was, if there was one in particular, or if it was, hey, we need you to start making trades. We need you to move draft picks. We need you to move prospects. And, oh, yeah, I fire the coach too. I don't know what the if there was one thing or if it was multiple things. But uh, we're not going to hear more from the organization until 2 o'clock tomorrow. So we'll see. <laughs> Bring in Sam Hinkie to make a new pro. No, we're through the process. It's, it's the cash-in time now. We're not going through the thing again. Same kind of weird, uh, same kind of weird feeling the day they traded Carter and Richards. <sighs> yeah. Just something looming. Just the ominous prospect of something's going to happen. I feel you. 
Just read hack is fired. Oh, okay. Um, I'm in here. I'm, I didn't get a... Let's... Just Google. Uh, flyer to this, huh? think yeah a lot of people are just thinking you know they wouldn't fire hack i i don't know i don't have anything on hackstall right now but i'm i'm here with you uh i'm trying not to be distracted um <laughs> holmgren is stepping in and trading jv off for luke shen again um i think you can get luke shen for a lower price i'm gonna be honest i wouldn't i like luke man i i, I like luke um you know no I obviously shouldn't have traded JVR for Shen. Uh, I, I'm one of the people. I, I, I I'll own it, man. I thought I, I thought it was a good trade at the time. I was clearly very wrong, but I was for the trade at the time. Um, time to just blow it up and start completely fresh. I think they have too many options. I I just think it's not necessary. There's no reason to do that. I think with some tweaks, this team is in the on the right track. I, they have all the cap space in the world. It does, you don't need to get rid of good players for no reason. You're gonna have how much cap space in the off season? Projected cap space, yeah, like with twelve, uh, you know, twelve guys signed, they have like thirty million bucks this off season. It, like, there's absolutely no reason to blow it up. You can keep the veteran. I mean, you want to move some veterans, move some veterans. But, like, Claude Giroux can be your first-line winger still. It, it, it's completely unnecessary to actually blow this thing up, given the amount of picks, given the amount of prospects, and given the amount of cap space this team has. And that's what I'm thanking Ron Hextall for. The complete blow-up wasn't going to be necessary if this thing was handled right. Um, and now it's just a question of taking another step forward. It's about getting on the winning track, about putting together a winner, and it's completely doable with what they have. Only feel responsible for Goldborn, Bill. I take credit. So Hexy is gone, but not Hack. I think they're just kind of figuring that one out still. If I were to have to guess, um, my guess would be tomorrow at 2 o'clock. You know, if not before, they're telling us about Dave being gone. Um, and they're probably trying to figure out a replacement because they know they can't come up with Anne LaPerriere because people are going to lose their shit about that too. New GM will hire a new coach, get his guy. And, yeah, and whether it's at the end of this season, and we'll see how the rest of this season goes, whether it's under hack or uh, – you know, whatever. If they just give Hack the rest of the season to be like, all right, we got you. We went out and got you goalie X, you know, so. <laughs> Breaking news, Flyers fire best goalie in organization, now have zero goalies. Well, pretty much. I think they wanted Hexy to fire Hackstall, and he said, no, that would be, you know, if we're all going to, uh, if we're all going to connect the dots here. That seems to be the most obvious thing, and Hack will, in all likelihood, not be coaching this team, you know, tomorrow night, is my guess. 
I think this shakes up everything big time. Don't think anyone thought Hex would be gone. Has to scare everyone. I agree. If nothing else, this is gonna this better light a fire under everyone's ass. Because I really did think Ron Hextall was um was kind of Bobby Clark was the next guy who was just gonna have this job for a long time, and it was up to him to to really right this ship and uh, get things going in that next step. As as you know, he said uh, they were gonna take this summer. Um, whether it be, you know, moving on from the head coach or making huge trades to shake things up, trading a core piece, whatever it may be. Shit, man, I I am shocked by this. I really am. I did not think it was going to be Hextall first. Um, always thought it was – I don't even know if I thought that the possibility of him saying, like, going down with his ship, like, really attaching himself to uh, – really attaching himself to Dave Haxtell. I didn't know if if that was going to be the way it was going to go down, but if we're going to draw any conclusions, I think that has to be the one, right? That they said you have to get rid of this coach, and he was like, I'm not going to listen to the outside pressure, and okay, see ya. Yo, Bill, what's up, John? Uh, Hack hasn't been fired as of now, okay. I seriously can't stop ruling out in my head that this means Holmgren's back. It can't do that either, man. This is a this is at least in part a um a move to placate the fans a little here. Um and maybe there are like things on the table that he wasn't willing to do, you know? But yeah, I, I don't see it being Holmgren because it's gotta be something that the fans don't rebel over. Apparently, Haxtell is now on the ice with the players. I mean, I'm sure you have to... Yeah, I don't know. Takes two to tangle in a trade. League parity makes it tough. I think GMs make it tougher than... I think GMs make it tougher than it is. Yes, you. we've had mostly change of scenery trades and stuff, but trades are doable if you want to get a trade done. You know, um... We saw a three-team trade last year where Matt Duchesne and Kyle Turris and some prospects and stuff, Samuel Girard got moved around. Like, trades are doable. Yes, lots of GMs are afraid to do them because they hate losing trades. But not doing anything, like, yeah. This team clearly needed something. Um, You know, like I said, with all of its problems, this team still, when they get decent enough goaltending, they tend to win. Uh, and it's on the GM to not shore up the goalie position a little bit, you know, to do nothing about it. Um, but there were other holes, you know, that could have been addressed. Um, there's good players out there to be had. Um, and you can always make a change of scenery trade with somebody. It doesn't matter that much. You know, there's – a I can't – to say trades are too hard mean like, no, man, try harder. I don't know what to tell you. Like, that's your freaking job. Wouldn't be surprised to see Simmons and Voracek on the move for a 3C and a goalie. Uh, I don't know specifically about those guys, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and those are the two most likely because Simmons is, you know, appending unrestricted with some value, and Voracek's the core piece without, you know, the no trade, and he's – you know, of all the guys they have signed long-term, he's seen as the most replaceable, I guess, as 
I, I, cause I like Jake, but I'm trying to, yes, those are the two obvious names, uh, for a trade. Uh, no, I'm not going to be surprised by anything at this point. Nothing, um, you know, nothing's going to shock me from here on out. I cannot handle more Haxtell as coach. I don't think you're going to have to deal with that much longer. Uh, and yeah, it's going to be the whole hack turned heel on Hexy to save his job. And you know what? If I was Dave Haxtell and all of a sudden the bosses are around, you know, clearly it's like when the old man makes the trip in slap shop, the fuck's he doing here? You know, um, if I was Dave Haxtell, I would probably be saying, what am I supposed to do with no goalie? Uh, so yeah, it's, I don't know at all if that's what happened, but if Dave Haxtell remains in in position as the team's head coach, we can at least guess that there's agreeance that Hextall should have provided him with a goaltender who can play more than one game in a row. Wonder if Holmgren will be the interim GM? Aye. Bernie Perrant for our next starter. Uh, Dan... Uh, were, we, were you the one who brought this up as a joke in post-game after after the game? Rowdy, quiet. After the game Saturday, um, while it's silly to say Bernie Pran is starter, it's no crazier than depending on Michael Neuver. It's no crazier. Dean Lombardi taking over? I, I'd be – I mean, he's available. He's available. Uh, him and Ron are friends, though, so I wonder. I don't actually think the coach was the final straw. I think it was refusal. Fix obvious roster holes before the season. Uh, fix obvious roster holes for uh, the start of the season was the main cause. Yeah, perhaps. Um, the goalie thing is troublesome. It was a huge issue. Uh, yeah, my dog's freaking out. The trash truck is here. I'm sorry. Um Pronger for GM, why not? Any knowledge why Holmgren was promoted in the first place? Because I thought, uh, yeah, I mean, I dropped my pen. Um, because this organization doesn't tend to fire people, which is what's most surprising about it. Paul Holmgren is part of the family. You know, he was moved up in the organization. And by promoted, like, he doesn't, ha- he didn't get more say. You know, it's just a different title where he gets to go to statue unveilings and shit. And his name is on his name is on this stuff. I don't know how much say he has. I guess he'll be in charge of hiring the next GM. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Really, we're going to get more of a look. Uh, if the next time they speak is 2 p.m. tomorrow, which according to their statement, they won't have any further comment until 2 p.m. tomorrow. Um We'll see some of the structure, I think, for the first time, because it's been a bit of a question mark about who does what above Hextall. You know, above hockey ops, um, who does what? Uh, So I think tomorrow we're going to get a little glimpse into the decision-making process and how much, say, Paul Holmgren has, how much, say, Dave Scott has, and uh, we'll, you know, see what their plan is from here.
yeah, I saw that article about Hart saying he wants to make an impact in the NHL. I mean, who doesn't? That's everyone's goal when you're playing professional hockey. He needs to just be great in the AHL, and he'll be up here. If we hire Pierre Maguire's GM, I'm Googling tattoo removal. Uh, I don't think you have – like, I just – I'm – I'm at a loss here, guys. I wish I had more information for you, uh, but we're just all kind of suck. You know, we're all just kind of going through this together right now. Um, this feels a little bit like something to placate the fans, and I just don't think they're going to go with somebody who already has negative connotations. Now, could it be something like a Pronger or a Briere? Absolutely. Is that the right move? Uh, I... Only time will tell. You never know. You never know. There's no way to know um, who the right guy is. But uh, we're going to find out a lot tomorrow, I think. Would you be happy with firing the two assistant coaches and trading for a new goalie? It's a start. I just don't think Dave Haxtell is the coach for this team, man. Uh, And maybe the whole problem really is goaltending. We've talked about the um, years ago. Uh, this might have been something we talked about more on Sons of Penn, obviously, or honestly. Um, maybe Dave Haxtell's less aggressive style is due, at least in part, to the fact that every time uh, the other team has an odd man rush, it's a goal. Maybe this really is a goalie problem. I think goalie is a problem. I don't know if it's the root cause of all the other problems. It very well could be. Uh, maybe Dave Haxtell's a tremendous coach. Wow. Oh, that didn't feel good. Uh, maybe he is a tremendous coach and has never had a goaltender. Um, I don't know. We're going to find out a lot. Uh, but I, I just don't see Hackstall coaching the team on Tuesday. I don't see how you fire the GM and the coach that the crowd is literally going to be chanting fire Hackstall unless they come out and get up 3 nothing in the first five minutes on Tuesday. Um, uh, this is interesting, guys. This is interesting. Uh, scroll down, see some more comments here. Uh, 11 a.m. Tuesday is the press. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, Dave Scott is probably going to be the Ed Snyder role. We'll see. I'm not sure. I, I, I would. I, I guess. I'm assuming that. I don't know. We're gonna see at that press conference tomorrow who's who's uh, who's gonna be doing what. Hart needs more AHL time. He's not setting the AHL on fire yet. No, and I think he's been overall better. I actually looked up Ilya Samsonov's numbers. He's outperforming Ilya Samsonov. Uh, he's had fewer bad games. His numbers are a little better. Uh, and Samsonov is kind of the guy he's, like, the prospect he's been most compared to. There's so many, like, Hart versus Samsonov articles I've read. Uh, and I just wanted to look up his numbers. He's not tearing it up either. I think it's just kind of, this is what happens to first-year pros, man. It's it's really, Doug Peterson for GM. Why not? Uh, this would just better be about the coach and not the goalies. They need goaltending, man. Like, it is a big problem. Where can I hear slash watch the press conference tomorrow? Uh, I'm sure it'll be on uh, Comcast, NBC Sports Philly. But I'm sure the um, 
I'm sure the website will be streaming it as well. Uh, get that My Teams app they're always talking about. You know, NBC Sports My Teams app. I bet you it'll be on there. Holmgren made some questionable moves, but overall he was a good GM. He turned this franchise around from literally last in the league. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Listen, Holmgren did a decent enough job, uh, but he basically went out and spent money on Briere and then brought up a bunch of guys, you know, and then you had Richards and Carter that, you know, Clark drafted. It, like... It, Holmgren did some good things. Yes, his man, he traded JVR for Luke Shen. He gave Andrew McDonald $30 million. I realize we blame Ed Snyder for it, but he gave Briz nine years and $51 million. He he did some bad shit too, man. He He made some real questionable moves. And yeah, they were entertaining, but he was like, yes, we're going to go get Vanilla Cavalier and Ray Emery, and that's our offseason. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Holmgren did a poor job overall, man. It was not good. Um, his hands were tied in a lot of situations. You know, he had a captain and a leading goal scorer who really didn't care to be here anymore, and he got a great return for them. He did some good things, but, man, I just think he got uh, he got taken advantage of in negotiations. Um, I just, I don't, eh. I got a real sour taste in my mouth. I mean, yes, he pulled them out of that ba- the basement that one year. Uh, and you know, all the moves with Nashville trading Peter Forsberg and then trading them back for, uh, you know, their draft pick for Hartnell and Tiemannan. Like I, it was, you know, he did some good stuff. I'm not going to say the first part of tenure, his tenure was bad. Even the Pronger trade was great. Pronger doesn't get hurt. That's a good trade. It's a great. It's a great contract. All that stuff was good, but man, oof. especially after the lockout when he couldn't, you know, front load the contracts and stuff, and uh, like after it was, he was, he did some bad shit. He put this team in a bad way. Goalie is an issue, but what's available? This is a two-goalie league. No, it's it was an off-season issue. I don't know. Um, I don't know what's available. I don't think there's a whole lot, quite honestly. But um, that's why other changes had to be made. Gritty for GM. Sure, why not? Is it possible the fans said fire Hackstall and the higher-ups thought they heard fire Hackstall and got confused? Anything's possible with Comcast. I'm big on accountability. I'm glad people are finally being held accountable for bad results. Stevie, why? I mean, the results... I, up until this season, the results have been good. I. This is, I think, more philosophical. I think... Other changes were asked to be made, and Hextall refused to break away from his plan. Uh, Stevie Y and Coach Q, I'd be interested. Mark Hunter, GM. My biggest question is how does a former goalie take so long to draft a top-tier goalie? Five years. I mean, he drafted a bunch of goalies. It's just goalies take a long time to develop. No goalie is ready when you draft them. I mean... 
He's drafted how many goalies? Where are we? Yeah, I mean, he drafted – was Sandstrom his? Sandstrom was his, right? Yeah, 2015. I mean, he drafted Sandstrom. He drafted Hart. He drafted Fedotov. He drafted Ustamenko. Um, Tomek, but he stinks. Um, uh, he's drafted a bunch of goalies. It's just that goalies take a long time to develop. There's no – oh, yeah, we goalies don't get drafted in the first round anymore. It doesn't happen. Uh, and Carter Hart's the most decorated goalie prospect maybe ever. And he was just sitting there with our second of three second-round picks, you know. It just takes – takes a lot of time. But there needed to be a stopgap, and there needed to be a stopgap better than what he provided them. I uh, wouldn't mind seeing Hart on the cut. I mean, sure. Yeah. I don't think Hextall was the problem, but if he refused to address the problems, the buck stops with him. Yeah, no, it seems to be – that's my guess. You know, that's the most obvious – it's the clearest obvious, you know, reason for this. They need goaltending, but it's not worth giving up Myers and Moran or Sanheim to get one now instead of at the deadline or in July. I mean, um, you're really – Sam Moran isn't worth anything. If they could get litter, if they could get an NHL starting goaltender for Sam Moran, they should do it. So fast. Sam Moran has zero value. Dude might turn out to be a good player, but he has zero value. Um, hey, Bill, just heard the news and signed in. Can you please recap? Sounds like, yes, Hextall was fired. Um. Definitely will be broad. Yeah, the thing will probably, in all likelihood, be on TV. But I'm sure, like, uh, Comcast or the Flyers will be streaming it, too. Holmgren was atrocious as a GM. Did good things early, did insane things late. Yeah, this L.A. Kings hat was, I wore it until they fire. I said I'm an L.A. Kings fan until, uh, I, I, I wore it in protest until Paul Holmgren was no longer the general manager. Hextall was the wrong firing. He built this team for the future, should have fired the coaching staff. Yeah, but the future's now, man. He built the team to – this was supposed to be year one of the turnaround. And, man, there's something to matter. There is something to matter with this team. And it's more – like, goaltending is an issue. But there's something else missing in this team that we just – they just can't put it together, you know, for any sort of stretch. It's – there's it, – there's the numbers, There's and then there, there's more to sports than just the data, you know? And there's something missing from this team that needed to be changed. Um, and that's where I think this more lies on. But goaltending, certainly an issue. Thoughts on bringing in Garth Snow? No. I'd rather them have no general manager. New GM will want to make his mark on this team, so maybe possible trades in coming. Is this just coincidence that they fire Hextall prior to the December 1st Nylander deadline? I just don't expect Nylander to be moved, um, but I have no idea what's um, what's what's next here. I, 
I'm in the dark like you. Bobby Clark coming back. <laughs> I would love Stevie Y. That would be absolutely amazing, guys. I, Jesus. Has anyone thought that Hexy was staying loyal to Snyder, not Hack? Well, Ed Snyder's dead, so I, I, how, how do you stay? What, what would that entail? Wonder how much of the coaching decisions were actually on Hextall. Player usage and keeping of Lappy sure seemed to scream of coach uh, going into the GM office saying "fire me, please," with Ron saying "trust the process." I, I, at the end of the day, if the you know. Higher ups wanted ha wanted hack gone, and Hextall said no. Well, then you're gone too, because you work for us. Uh, why are they waiting till Tuesday to hold the press conference? They probably want to get everything in line. They probably want to find a new GM and. Maybe they're going to unveil a new GM and unveil a new coach at the press conference, and they have to get all this stuff together. Maybe Q can't get here till tomorrow. Who knows? Uh, uh, yeah, I, it's a good question, but I think it's my guess is they want to have answers to the, all the questions. This isn't going to be a prolonged interim process is my guess. Iserman is going back to Detroit. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. More changes are coming. I agree. No more first-year guys. F that. We need a proven guy, GM and coach. If he's fired, window is closing with G and score check. It's not because of what their role can be in the next few years. I think they should move on from – I don't think they should. I think it's worth exploring moving on from Voracek. Um see what's out there, see what's available uh, in exchange for him. But Drew's role can change. That $8 million doesn't look so bad as the cap keeps going up and as more cap space opens. Yes, he counts a ton against the cap, but they're going to have over $30 million this offseason, so, like, it doesn't matter. You know, he still can play, even if he's not a point-of-game player at some point. Like, it doesn't mean that you can't win with him, you know? I always thought his career was going to go the way of Marion Hossa. Like, at a certain point, he's going to be on the ice for the penalty kill more and playing less at five-on-five. Five. Like, give him special team situations where he can be a playmaker. Like, he'll, he, can, he can run your power play forever, you know? Um UC Soros, yeah, they're not trading him. He's he's their goalie of the future. It would I don't see that happen. Fleury was also drafted high. That was ten years ago, man. When was Marc Andre Fleury drafted? Wasn't that before the lockout? Like the 06 lockout? Yeah, 2003, man. Like it doesn't happen anymore. It's like running backs. It just doesn't happen. Bill, is there a BSH radio tonight? There will be, guys. Is 
Sam Carcidi saying G and Voracek and others say they feel responsible where they should. I can't imagine it's Holmgren. Um, I just can't. Meltzer has some interesting stuff today on Homer stepping in. There have been rumblings going back to the offseason that what Paul Holmgren wanted to see done on various fronts no longer jibe. Uh, mm, jibe with Ron Hextall's determination to stay on the same course of main priorities. That was confirmed today, both with the decision and related statement. Is too old school to model after this Snyder. No team will ever intimidate her. Heart is not the problem, man. Like the Maple Leafs threw four hits the other night and have one fight on the season. It's not about playing physical anymore. It's just about having the best players. It's about having four lines that can skate and score. You need to be able to win a race to a loose puck, break it out effectively, get through the neutral zone with speed, and create scoring chances. That's all hockey's about now. Okay, got to get back to work. Thank, uh, no problem, guys. 2003 MAF was drafted. Yeah, the goalies don't go high anymore. They used to. It's just not that way anymore. Uh, tomorrow's press conference will be a waste of time. I can do it for you. We thank Hexy for everything and wish him well in the future. Ownership is going another direction. No answers yet. We'll see. They are waiting. The fact that they're waiting, we'll see. Do you think a big trade like we keep here? Well, I haven't really been hearing anything about big trades. I've never heard any sort of rumors that the Flyers were in on anything big uh, in terms of trades. Maybe a new GM or whatever will want to make a huge shakeup, but I don't see it. Get Brian Burke out of retirement for GM? No, thank you. Hextall went and fixed so much of the mess that Holmgren created. I'm not sure I could get back. I could get... And I could get angry if angrier if Holmgren comes back. Nothing they do makes sense. I even if it's just on an interim basis. Uh, but after I can't imagine Holmgren's the GM. Um, you know, moving forward here, that would be that would be really surprising. NHL Hockey Central Radio suggested Danny Briere as a candidate. I yeah, it's, I guess. I don't know if who is gone. Brian. Ron Hextall got fired. Why is Holmgren still making decisions for this organization? I he's part of the family. That's this is a it's the way the fans the way uh Way she goes in Flyerland, man. It's uh, it's what they do here. Dean Lombardi on the Flyer staff. Could he be interim GM? I wonder just a bit because of the relationship with Lombardi and Hextall. I mean, when Lombardi went out, you know, to L.A., he brought Hexie with him, and as soon as he got fired, Hexie brought him in here. So, I, I don't know, man. That would be interesting. I, I doubt it. Uh, I'd be surprised. Hockey Central is talking to Boric. I mean, he's the he's the guy now. Need an outsider, hire uh, former players. Just don't cut it anymore. Yeah, they like, uh, yeah. I, I 
we've just done it too enough. You know, it's enough. It's enough. Hearing Ron Francis is an option. I wouldn't mind a guy like a guy like him from outside. I wouldn't mind. Um, if it's a retread, I would like someone with a little bit more of a track record of success. But I, all right. <laughs> All right, guys, I think that's about it for uh, for this. We're going to have a BSH radio tonight at 9.30. It'll be live on right here on the Broad Street Hockey Facebook page. Uh, and, of course, you can find it anytime. Uh, listen on demand on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all that stuff. Uh, and if you're not already, subscribe on one or multiple platforms. Listen a bunch of times a week. And it's not just one show. We have content for you pretty much like every day or like close to every day, four or five days a week at least, there's new content. There's checking out the competition game previews. There's my post games, of course, uh, BSH Radio, Fly Purbly, Ice Sport Radio, where we take a look at the rest of the league. So tons of content. Uh, subscribe to you know Broad Street Hockey on iTunes or wherever you listen uh, to your podcasts and give us a good rating. You know, Give us that five stars. Give us a nice little review. Say nice things about us. All right, guys, that's all the time we've got. Uh, I'm going to start getting into the story, see what's up, and i got to write a whole different show for tonight because the outline looked a lot different uh, before Ron Hextall got fired today, so i got to get to work on that. Have a great day, everybody. See you later tonight. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show, It Seemed Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.